grow yourself and grow your marriage. Chris and Jonna here with the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. This is episode number 130. All right. So, guess what we're doing right now? They can't answer, but we are on the road heading home from Buffalo, New York. So, basically, we just want to share our experience. And if you're a Bengals fan, you're really going to appreciate this episode. And if you're not, hopefully you can still glean some. Look, if you're an NFL fan, you're going to appreciate this unless you're a Bills fan. No, actually, I'm sure you'll still appreciate it because it was a it was a cool experience and we're hoping either way that you'll glean something from kind of what we've I don't know. I've kind of learned but our experience. Yeah, so we're headed home from the Bengals Bills game, which it worked out in our favor. If you're listening to this and you know anything about football, you know that the Bengals ended up winning the game, and it was Ooh. it was a time where everyone thought that they would lose. You know, all the, all the major analysts thought they would lose, and Cincinnati showed up and showed out. So it was a good time. And no, you was, gotta start back from the beginning. You're giving all the good. Well, you're about to give all the goods away. I mean, let's everyone, just, everyone knows they won. I know. Let's recap from how this even all came about because a week ago, it's been a week since Chris was like, hey. Let's go to Buffalo for the game. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. All right, so after we won the initial AFC wildcard game against the Ravens in dramatic fashion, I was really pumped. The next morning, trying to get back to work, just clear my brain of all the weekend uh, events, and I had a little too much coffee, and I was like, you know what? What if we went to Buffalo? So John has gone at this point with the kids and I get on Ticketmaster and I'm like man let me just look at the tickets and I went it always starts with like let me just see right yeah yeah yeah. let me just see so I went and I looked at the tickets and I was like man these are oh dude this would be so cool what an experience then I'm thinking to myself "Ah, I could probably put this money towards more important things you know the kids gotta get some dental work done and yada 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 and but again the coffee overtook me you just made it sound like we chose Bengals game the over dental over, work the coffee overtook well yeah it's not like our the kids, kids don't need pain or say, the kids don't even need dental work they just you know need yeah, to go I guess they should go up. to the dentist yeah so anyway so I messaged Jonna over Marco Polo I was like babe I was like we should go to Buffalo and she's like what oh that's ridiculous you know I'm like haha well also because we've got as you know five kids one to seven and those are not um it's not as easy to come by an overnight sitter when you've got five children, ages one to seven. So I'm like, there's no way we could go. Yes. And Chris is texting me, just blowing me up. And he's showing me uh, on Marco Polo. If you don't know, it's like kind of like a video walkie-talkie app. And he's like showing me Ticketmaster and showing me seats and stuff. And I can see by the look in his eyes that he is just giddy and he is not kidding. And I'm like panicking on the other side because I'm trying to be focused. We were at our new homeschool co-op, but... He's like all excited, like, dude, let's just go. Let's go to Buffalo. We're going to Buffalo. And I'm, he's like, tell me all the plans. Who's going to keep the kids? How they're going to get to co-op this week? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I was like in full on 
freak out mode because I'm like, he's not serious. But then you sent me the screenshot of the tickets and you're like, we're going to Buffalo. Yep, bought the tickets. I was like, okay, all right, we did it. We uh, we signed it in blood. It's like, okay, here we go. Signed it. So um, so yeah. So then we were just trying to work out the logistics the rest of the week. But we were also thinking like, ah, maybe we won't go. You know, there were a lot of things that got in the way. Like, you know, uh, our close friends' kids got sick, and we'd been hanging out with them. Like, oh man, I wonder if our kids are gonna get sick now. And and just just a bunch of things. Well, that, we started toying around the idea of like, okay, if this game happens this way, then maybe the game, the next game will be at home, and we can just sell our Buffalo tickets and go to the home game. That way, we don't have to, you know, travel and stay all night because it is hard to do. It is hard to, you know, pack up and leave the kids and stuff um, and whatnot. But we just were like, oh, I think we should go. Well, also, let's go back when you were planning it. You're like, hey, we're also just going to go stay with some friends in Cleveland. We'll drive back that night. And I was like, mm, if we're doing this, we should probably get a hotel. Because I already knew we were going to have to get up so early. We were going to be so tired and be so jazzed after the game. Nobody wants to get in the car and drive after the game. And plus, if we're already getting away for, for you know, the entire day. Like, Chris and I, if you've listened to the episode, I couldn't find it. So it's got to be before episode 30. Because uh, Apple Podcast only lets you have 100 episodes on. So I was going back to try to see. So I was actually prepared this time to refer to it. But we've got an episode way back when about the one thing that'll change your marriage overnight. Wasn't that the title of it? Uh, yes. Something like that? Yes. Um, where we just talked about the importance of having regular overnight trips with your spouse. And so, you know, I was like, let's let's make it an overnight. We agreed at the new year um, that we were going to try to do quarterly overnight trips this year because, man, they just, they really rejuvenate. They really rejuvenate us. We get a full night's sleep. We get to spend un- uninterrupted time talking. And, you know, if you have kids, whether you've got one or five, you already know that by the time your spouse gets off work and you guys have try to have a conversation, it's not ever a consistent, full, completed conversation because of the distraction of the babies. So that led us to, we're like, nah, let's get a hotel. So Chris is like, okay, send me some hotels. Boom. Well, so the reason I was going to get a hotel is because Ticketmaster said that parking was 175 to $190. I was like, well, that's dumb. I'm just going to park for that. Like, we might as well just get a hotel and Uber there for, you know, a fourth of that price. So I found Uber. I was feeling all good about, you know, the Uber price and all that stuff. And uh, it turns out that when we were walking up to the stadium, ticket parking was like 10 bucks. Well, that was pretty far from the stadium. Yeah, there's like $10, $20 parking. <clears throat> we're like, um... Ticketmaster was full in. We're not really sure why it, it said that, but it worked out in our favor. Also, yeah, so Chris was super prepared. He booked us. We're like, oh gosh, it's probably gonna be hard to get an Uber that day. So that the day we booked the tickets, Chris booked us an Uber pickup for yesterday from the hotel. All good. We feel good. We've got everything planned. We went out and got our warm weather stuff or warm weather, cold weather, warm gear, Bengals, beanies, and all the good stuff. We accidentally bought $140 worth of heated socks and had to take those back. <laughs> yep. Um, what else? So, comes to Saturday night. I'm trying to prep the kids for when I'm gone because, you know, I try to make it easy on whoever's watching them. I know it's hard to cook with all the kids around and whatnot. And so, trying to make sure there's food and snacks prepared. Um, trying to get all of our stuff packed. Of course, I'm like, let's get the kids to bed at a good time. Let's go to bed at a good time because we're going to have to get up super early and make sure we're on the road in time. Well, 
in true parent fashion, anytime you need your kids to do something, like go to sleep, it's usually going to be the time that they randomly won't sleep. So Chris went to bed early because we knew he'd be driving and I seriously was up so late trying to fight the boys. I always call it like a game of whack-a-mole because I'll get one down and then I got to go get the other one down and another one wakes up. Um, and it was just a rough night. Chris, literally, you said you like could not sleep. I oh, keep saying yeah. it's because it you were so excited for the game. but I, It wasn't because I was excited. I just I went to bed. It was all dark. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to do everything I need to do to get to sleep early so I can get good sleep before we obviously get on the road. And my brain just would not do what it was supposed to. Like I, I actually could not fall asleep. I was just up all night. I saw every hour on the clock. And we woke up the next morning, like, well, we were just up. Well, say, we were just up because the then the morning. boys were alternating screen yeah, crying man. in our bed all night. It was brutal. So the expectation of making sure we were rested up for the trip was not met. But it's my, okay. my alarm went off at 3.30 in the morning after we maybe fell asleep by 3. But, yep. we were, but you know what? Like, we still were able to get up and get out the door by, what, 4.30? 4.45. 4.44 we left the house. Yep. That's right. Yeah, one minute earlier than we thought we would, which is huge. So, we did it. Yep, we got on the road. Uh, everything's pretty, you know, pretty smooth on the way up. We were just we able to, time. able John, mouth open, slept for the first two hours, and uh, <laughs> that I, was some good sleep. Yeah, too. and then she woke up. She's like, "Whoa, this trip is flying." I was like, "No, actually, it's not, no." Hans just passenger princess over yeah, here. Exactly. Well, it's funny too. You hit some kind of weird bump. I remember, and it sounded in my in my sleepy state. It sounded like a kid crying, and I like sat up real fast, like wiped the drool. Like, oh yeah, where's I Luke was on in? that road, and it was like whistling on the tires. Cause, it was weird. Yeah, there was like a divot all the way through. But my mom yeah. brain told me it was one of the babies, and so I sat cry. up and like realized I was open mouth sleeping on you. Oh, so. Oh wait, so we got we had some Bills fans. Friendly, 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 taunting us on the way because they saw our Bengals gear and they were like flashing their Bills hat at us. So we cranked up our Cincinnati playlist that we put on anytime we have a Bengals party. Uh, kind of rolled down the window and waved our stuff at them. All in good fun. What else? Got to the hotel at a good time. So one of the cool parts about that was driving up you know you get the camaraderie of other Bengals fans and their flags and stuff and you're like honking like hoo day let's go so that was cool and and yeah just seeing some Bills fans but the cool part was man those Bills fans especially since the Damar Hamlin incident and all that stuff those Bills fans were so cool man so they, welcoming they, they were so yeah like we're literally walking into the stadium and they I mean the most massive tailgate experience you've ever seen in your life like puts it all over Cincinnati all over us and uh well it was just everywhere it was like it surrounding was the entire I mean, stadium was tailgating yeah it was absolutely the hugest lot of tailgating i've ever seen in my life and I've, I've been to michigan football games and all that stuff like i'm telling you it was wild so yeah so they're like welcome to buffalo We're like wow, here you hey, want a beer yeah you guys want a beer ah. like all this oh, crazy shit. stuff um all this crazy stuff and we were just uh we were just like man these people are so cool and these fans were literally walking next to us. They're like, hey, if anyone's going to beat us, we're glad it's you guys. Like, like multiple people said that. Even when we first got to the hotel, we saw Bills fans. They were like, man, yeah. we're just glad, you know, to play you guys today. We hope it's you if it's not us, blah, blah, blah. We're like, okay, this is not, honestly, not, not what I expected for New York in general. Not, well, but you could tell they border that Canadian hospitality. That, that friendly Canada. Yeah, so... It was wild, man. Um, but yeah, just uh, just getting to the game, and then you know we're 
on the way up, I have to, of course, work a little bit because we have snowstorms happening at home, and we're, like, running from the storm, and uh, it's going to hit us right at game time. And if you watch the game on TV, it was snowing like crazy, but even the broadcast did not do it justice. Like, oh, it no, it was, like, the whole sky was so snow. So cool, man. It was so cool, but... I, th- I, th- I think we dressed pretty good. We couldn't feel our toes or anything. So oh, my toes were so cool. That was a little rough, but everything else was good. I feel like I feel like the way up and the game, everything was super smooth. And here, here's the interesting part. So aside from the Bengals' performance and how happy we were and how many Bengals fans showed up and all that stuff, like um, we drove home this, like started driving home this morning, and, and we looked at each other and we're like, I mean, this was a pretty smooth trip, right? Like what? what really happened that would have like thrown anybody off and so that's kind of where this this yeah. podcast stems from well yeah because i feel like if you follow us at all anytime we go on a trip or do anything with the kids any day we're even home with the kids there's full um it's filled with you know funny chaos mis expectations delays that are just like from outrageous things like you know getting cars sick as soon as you're pulling into your cabin that kind of stuff and so, yeah, we're like, was anything on this trip hard or was it just, like, easy because we're so used to the chaos? And nothing too crazy went wrong. I'll say, like, when we first got to the hotel, Chris had booked our Uber for, like, a week ago. And <clears throat> we get on to see, like, okay, where's our Uber at? 20 minutes before. 20 minutes yeah. before. And it kept, and it says that it was still searching for a driver when previously it had already connected you to a driver. So, some for some reason, that driver canceled. And we're like, oh, shoot. Because, you know, we got up there super early to make sure we had plenty of time to get to the stadium to see the tailgate experience and, you know, not be, um, make sure we get plenty of time there. And there was no driver, but yeah, there was no ounce of us that was like panicky or anything like, oh, okay, just see if we can get another driver. Um, Whereas I feel like maybe that could cause a fight, could have caused a fight even in pre-kid us probably. Yeah. No, or just, yeah. like, some we anxiety like, oh, of, like, okay, oh, shit. Well, we'll get this figured <laughs> out. But um, I guess the part that's funny that we're not really, like, we didn't really trip about is the game's over. We won. Yeah, this part. <laughs> we're happy. But our Uber that we had scheduled for an 8 o'clock pickup there, we realized, like, oh, man, there's no way this guy's going to get through all this traffic. And there's no oh, way. Oh, it was so bad. There's no way he's even going to continue. Like, he's not even going to come. And so we canceled this Uber. And what we realized... And what, Wait, because well, it was over, like, what, six-something? And our yeah. Uber wasn't supposed to come until 8. And, like, eight. this stadium is not like other stadiums we've been to that is, like, surrounded by a big, oh, busy downtown. It's like the middle of nowhere. The middle of nowhere. There's a couple podo, podunk-type little bars that are in walking distance, but there's, like, no sidewalk hardly. You're walking through mud and snow, and yeah. uh, it wasn't... It's not like we could just go somewhere and hang out, so... Yeah, yeah so we're cold. We can't really feel our toes, but we're happy. We won, obviously, and all the fans, for the most part, are pretty graceful. Well, this and, is when we uh, start seeing the drunk ones that did have some negative things. Yeah, to say, yeah, there's some crazy drunk ones, but you know, that that's par for the course with football. Uh, but yeah, so we're trying to figure out the Uber situation, and we're looking, and we're like, oh dang, these are like double the price of what we thought. I mean, we're talking like 80, 90 bucks to um, go like ten miles. To go like ten miles, yeah, and. Um, and so we weren't one to pay that after obviously having an Uber set up for like 50 before that. Wait, and also after paying like $32 for cold chicken fingers and fries oh, and like dude, $15 yeah. for anything else. Like it's just so expensive. Yeah, we dropped a dime on some stuff. But um, but but yeah, so 
so we didn't really have a ride back to the hotel. And so I think if we didn't have such a high threshold for chaos, missed expectations, issues, things like Delays. that, we probably would have fought a little bit, um, maybe. And maybe other couples would fight a little bit about something like that. Like, oh, I can't believe we don't have this solved. Or what are we going to do? Or, well, it, yeah, because there was like a level of anxiety to look looking around. It's snowy. It's icy. You don't know the area. There's just tons of cars sitting still. And you're like, oh, crap. My toes are frozen. I want to get back to the hotel. There's literally no way. Like, we started putting in the map. It said it would be a five-hour walk. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah, we're not walking. And our Uber driver on the way up <clears throat> made sure to let us oh, know, gosh, like, yeah. hey, after the game, don't walk on the side because a lot of people get hit, you know, because guys are, people are drunk, you know. There's we, not, like, a good sidewalk. It's like a highway. We've had several people die in ravines over here. <laughs> yeah, like, like falling off falling off the side into the ravine because yeah. there's no real sidewalk. So we're like, oh, great. This is So what happens good. to us? We don't have an Uber. And we literally walked for 40 minutes, no sidewalks on the side of the road, uh, just looking for like little places to maybe get an Uber pickup that's um, gonna work where they can actually get through because the traffic was just unbelievable. And uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I was just gonna tell the small world part. So we did see literally this little hole in the wall bar, and there's tons of Bengal fans there. So we're like, okay, at least we know. Maybe we can just go in here and get warm and kind of wait out this ride and watch, hopefully watch this Uber price drop. So we go in there, and of course we are welcomed with open arms. But how funny is this? I go into the bathroom, and I hear these girls talking, and, you know, I can tell they've been drinking and whatever. It's, I don't know. That whole scene is so different now that I'm not in it anymore. But that's, a, I mean, that's a whole different story. Never mind. But my point being, I come out of the bathroom and this girl looks at me. She goes, I know your face. And I was like, uh, I'm from Cincinnati. Cause I couldn't tell. I didn't see what she was wearing. I was like, oh, I'm from Cincinnati. I don't think so. She goes, no, me too. She's like, I know your face. We're friends on Facebook. I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot picture her. And then she tells me her name. And like, I don't know, sometimes I have a good memory and sometimes I don't. And all of a sudden I knew exactly who she was from like a decade ago um, when I was in college. We randomly met like maybe one time because she kind of dated a guy that I interned with. But it was just weird because what are the odds of being in Buffalo, New York and running into somebody you know in a bathroom of like the smallest, most random bar? (laughs) It was very weird. But anyway, so we're in there. We're like, yeah, we don't want to be in here and waiting. Like, let's. Chris is like, I think I saw on Google Earth there's a Red Robin nearby, which by nearby it was like a half an hour walk or something like that. Yeah. And where Chris falls in the snow. Well, the second thing about that is <laughs> I was telling John, I was like, you know, it's funny. Whenever I start to slip, like, I, I always you catch just myself. Said that. <laughs> I, I always catch myself, but I feel like I pull something because I, because I adjust so fast. And. <laughs> So then I like started to slip and I caught myself. I was like, oh, see, like I always catch myself. But then I was like, oh man, I actually feel like I pulled something. And then, and then literally like seconds later, I just like wipe out. <laughs> I was like, dang, gone. But, dude, it was, yeah. it was just like a it snowy, muddy, oh, dude, hilly was, mess. Yeah. But you were low key trying to push me in, into the street thinking about that life insurance policy. Uh, I was, I was like, I could be walking. I was like, I was like trying to, trying to like push towards those yards because there wasn't a sidewalk but she's like pushing me into the street whatever in the world. but um no no you were just doing the chival chivalrous thing by Chivalrous. walking on the street side and letting me walk in the grass i was trying but yeah so we're driving home now and we're reflecting on that we're like i mean i guess that could have been stressful right like 
not having a ride back, walking up a jam-packed traffic. After the Uber driver just told us yes. we, we could die on yeah, the highway. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know everything worked out. It was like an extra hour and a half after the game. Wait, we got um, some good food yeah. and watched the highlights yep. at Red Robin. Yeah, we were able to relive the highlights on my phone. You know, um, at Red Robin had had good food, and I think we got picked up by an Uber at nine for like you know. 30 bucks less than what was before so ended up working out ended up working out but yeah again it was like an hour and a half of uncertainty of like oh man are we gonna find a ride tonight is the price gonna go up as that's what yeah that's what i was worried about that we were just gonna be like stuck Um, in nowhere for a while yeah but even if we would have paid that guys like it still would have been hours until someone came because that traffic was just well and they kept canceling like i would think we had a ride and then the person would cancel and then this girl, when she, oh, and yeah. then when she did pick us up, she's like, yeah, I don't like driving in the snow. And we're like, listen, sis, we have five kids to get back to and no will. You got to get us back right. safely. Right. So, uh, then, it, then we get back to the hotel and all these people are just on a high non Bengals fans, even talking uh, about how, how great Joe Burrow is and whatever. And it's like, it's just so cool. But it's so funny how many people came up to us even today as we're traveling we stop at a gas station so he's like go beat my homes and like so excited i don't know i just find it funny because they're saying that to us and telling us good luck i'm like you know we have zero to do with what happens on that field right Mm, right. like we're just fun bystanders yeah it's fun though man it's 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 a fun camaraderie and uh it was cool see so many fans travel and yeah look so there are two things here number one is the the high threshold of just realizing like look sometimes expectations aren't met but really what would anxiety in that moment for jana to look at me and be like oh my gosh we're never gonna get home and all, like that just would have elevated the situation right rather than her just trusting that i was gonna figure it out right her the trusting that i was gonna pull up my phone and figure out where we could go what was a good landmark that we could like rest at not have to walk on the side of the highway for too long um and you know that we'd make the right decisions because at one point you were like i don't know if i want to walk across that highway (laughs) which is a valid 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 Um, but i was like you know what we're okay we're good i'm looking at it it's far enough from the road type of thing you know and um so yeah we were able to just you know trust each other and not have to uh not have to get anxious about anything and um yeah and, and and look i was even though we were ubering I was, I was making sure, like, I, I didn't tell you this, but you asked me, like, hey, do you want a drink um, at the game and stuff? But, like, I, wa- I wanted to be fully aware. Like, I couldn't have a drink at the hotel, but I, wa- I wanted to be fully aware of what was happening. We're in a different city. I didn't know how right. fans would react after the loss. Right. And you, you're just like, no, are you sure you don't want a drink? I was like, no, not really. I'm good. Make me sound um, like I was peer pressuring you. Yeah, you were. I was uh, just saying, I, I was just saying I would grab you one if you wanted to because yeah. we had an Uber and, you know, celebratory. Yeah, but, look, I think it's important for me to be, like, I don't know, you know head on a swivel be smart like know what's the happening the man the yeah. protector yeah man like you just, were like that's that's my job so i was like nope i don't want to drink it's cool i'm good i want to make sure we're good and then, and then wait we'll to, you should like, tell what back. what you just told me that i didn't know so we're walking oh. down and honestly because the bills fans were so nice i really did feel like i kind of had to contain my excitement at the end like when we were walking out because trust me i know how it feels we all know how it feels probably if we've ever been to a game and lost to be like with your head down and everybody like chanting now i did chant who day with other Bengals fans but right. i still felt like when i was passing a, Bang- a bills fan i kind of just had to like 
be polite. Good season. Yep. I know because they were they were so freaking nice. But then this one guy and Chris just told me what he actually said. This Bills fan's walking by us, and you can tell he's being pretty rowdy. And then he says, like, do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior or something like that? Or, and we're like, uh, yeah, we love Jesus or something like that. And I walk a little bit ahead because, I don't know, why? And then Chris just told me that he said this. Yeah, so we're walking down the stairs, and the guy's like, trust in the Lord Jesus as your Savior. And I was like, oh, amen, man. Yeah, I like it, you know. And uh, and then John walks ahead a little bit. <laughs> he's probably, like, 6'4". And he just, like leans down into my ear like all close and he's like f you you d sucker i was like what the heck man freaking lose your mind and uh and then he and then he whispered in my other ear like go f up Mahomes." i was like dude what is wrong with like, you literal split like, personality he literally, he literally went from trusting the lord jesus to f you you d sucker I was like, okay well all right that's cool <laughs> I didn't feel like it was necessary to tell you that in that moment. Why? Were you afraid I would get ratchet? Well, he was still walking behind us. Were you afraid that I would um, let the redding out of me? Yeah. Well, I don't know. No, I I would not have. Yeah. So, it was interesting. But, um, but yeah, look. So, that happened. Just trying to be smart, right? Um, And not get anxious. And us just know that, hey, we'll get home. We'll be fine. Everything's good. Even if we have to walk on the side of a highway for 40 minutes. (laughs) Uh, with no sidewalk. With frozen toes and my blanket. I had a Bengals blanket and it was literally yeah. dripping yeah. wet from all that snow. It was very... Yeah. It is not comfortable to be cold and wet, by the way. Yeah. And to be clear, we didn't walk on the side of a highway for 40 minutes. We walked on the side of a highway for like, I think, what was like it? Like 20 minutes? No, 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 like five. Um, that, but well, that one spot was like 50 miles per hour or so. Um, it wasn't like a highway, like 65, 70 or anything. Right. Um, it's like one, it's kind of like we would 32. Not, we would not have say. done that. We, we would not have done that. But, it, it was more like 32, not like 71. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it was good um, to uh, experience the game. And look, the biggest takeaway though is if you are like, oh man, I wish we could take a trip like that. Or I wish we could this, that, and the other. Um man in the spirit of being vulnerable i think people watch people's highlight reels and like oh man it must be nice to have the money to do that blah 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 blah. like look i'm not denying that we don't have a good income but we like we don't have massive margin in our life in terms of anyway in terms of yeah time or money because we make good money but we spend a lot of money just because the kids are expensive right so making a decision like this is literally fast forwarding when I make decisions like this financially. It's not because I'm like, oh, good thing I have six months of expenses stowed away. Like the truth is no, (laughs) but the fact of the matter is, it's just like, man, these are experiences that we can have and memories that we can create that are, that will last. You know what I mean? Like people die every day and I don't want to regret the memories that we could create as a couple, memories that we could create as a family, all of those things in the name of like, oh, good thing I have an extra month of expenses. Like, that's not a bad thing, but we also want to make sure that we're not missing out on really doing things that are going to be memorable for our lives. Well, I think that's the key to, there's got to be some, some sort of balance. Like, otherwise, you're just idolizing your savings account or you're idolizing your debt repayment or you're idolizing your comfort or whatever or or you could be the opposite way and you're idolizing your fun and you're being irresponsible with your money or whatever like there's definitely 
an extreme either way that you can go. And so we've done it. Like we've done it all these ways before. You know, we went through a time. I'll never forget when we lived at the old house. I think we had just the two girls and you got all gung-ho about the Dave Ramsey plan. And you're telling me like all these sacrifices we would have to make to be debt free later. And I know that sounds really good in some ways, but I remember sitting there thinking like, oh man, there's so many memories we're not going to get to make like family vacations or just even sports or doing anything extra that Dave Ramsey would consider extra because we have a buttload of uh, student loan debt. Um, and I remember kind of being sad, like, cause you don't get those years back, you know what I mean? And, and you never know what's going to happen. Like you said tomorrow. So We've been on that side where you were uber strict, we were uber strict, yes. paying off debt. We've yes. been on the side where we didn't even have money to do something like this if we wanted to make this decision. Right. And now we're in this place, like you said. And it's like, I don't know, I think it's cool. So I, I put up, if you follow me on Instagram, I've been posting. So many people are like, oh gosh, please keep posting. And like, we're living vicariously through you, like all these Bengals fans. So I covered the majority of our trip on social media. And this morning I posted a video of Chris just kind of interviewing him like, okay, how was Buffalo? How to treat us? And, and you said it was well worth the money. And here's what's so cool is we're talking about this and we knew we were going to bring this up on the podcast. And I got a message um, in response to that video almost right away saying from another couple saying, hey, Chris saying that just um, gave us the like almost like the green light to go ahead and schedule a trip we've been talking about. They've got one kid. I'm, my guess is they probably have been anxious about leaving her overnight because it is a hard thing to do for the first time as a parent. And just you saying that <clears throat> spurred them on to go ahead and take the trip. And I know it's going to be life-giving to them because yeah. we've done it. We've yeah. done it. <clears throat> and it is well worth the money. Yeah. And, and look, we have the utmost respect for those people who are massively disciplined and and have and have those goals of paying off debt and all that stuff. Sure. Like we have friends who are about to be completely debt free. They're about to have their second kid, and they have you know been super smart with their money and like lived well below their means. And I'm just like, good for you guys. That is incredible. There's nothing wrong with that. I just think that there is a balance between. I like the way you say it. Is like, am I idolizing my savings? Am I am I am I idolizing saving money because I have so much fear of of what could happen um, and am I living not like oh recklessly yeah 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 like we're not living recklessly I'm sure Dave Ramsey would think we're living recklessly because we still have a house payment and we go out to dinner on dates <laughs> um, I'm not saying that he's completely wrong by the way I, I like a lot of things that he teaches but at the end of the day again yes these are times we will never get back and these are things that we feel a piece about when, when we make these decisions uh, because we do aggressively put our money into ministry and tithing and all of those things because that's that's what God calls us to do. Um, we feel like, hey, look, God God's going to provide for us. Like we are we We've are trusting <laughs> him with our finances. We have trusted him with our finances. And, you know, we we want to make this move and. Some, something that we we pray in the morning, even in our devotions and stuff, is like, hey, God, like, your will, not ours, uh, at the end of the day, like, take our decisions and the things we want to do and make sure that these are in alignment with what, right. with what you're okay with. And, you know, you make a decision to go on a trip and spend some money, and it's short-lived, but there's memories there. Like Jonna said, it rejuvenates you. So I encourage you not to just 
woo, blow it and go on the trip, right? But I encourage you to be calculated, look at look at your finances. If you're like, hey, I wanna take a trip, I wanna do something like that. Just, just don't idolize margin as much. And I think you can still be responsible and live. Is that fair? Yeah, I think it's really totally fair. And then on the flip side of the coin, if you didn't listen to our overnight episode, the other point is I know a lot of people are fearful to leave their kids overnight, especially if it's something you've never done before. And I'm here to say like that, that again goes back to, you know, what are you idling? Because then we could say, are we idolizing our children or are we, um, are we just kind of living in fear? Like, yes, I am a mother who gets anxiety and lets the worst case scenarios pop into my head. Full transparency. I text my friends before we left and I'm just like, I have a little bit of anxiety. Chris and I have done overnights before, but I always get in my head like, oh, we're both gone by ourselves without the kids. What if something happens to us? What does the future look like for our kids? Who's going to raise our baby kind of thing? You know, because that's like a very, that's a scary thing for a parent to think about for their children. Um, And it's so unlikely, obviously, but it is something that crosses my mind. And like, that's just when I've got to go to God and just be like, hey, they're your kids. You're going to care for them. You're going to care for us. Like you want us to, you want us to invest in our relationship with each other. You want us to live abundantly, not in like a prosperity gospel way, but enjoy the good gifts that he gives us. And he has gifted us with so many good gifts. So like, I just got to like trust in that. And I know there's so many moms who are like, I just can't, I can't leave my kids overnight. Like I would just encourage you to pray on that and or maybe, you know, maybe it's because you literally don't have somebody to keep them overnight. And I totally understand that. That's a whole different circumstance. But if you do have the ability, like somebody, a grandparent or somebody would keep your children overnight and you could go, I want to encourage you to go because it really is so, so, there's no other word besides rejuvenating. Like we go on date nights now pretty regularly, like at least to dinner, but it's a lot different going to dinner and then actually going away a whole night in a different city and experiencing new stuff where you're away from your normal stressors. Cause even being in our hometown, when we go to dinner, everything's so close. All of our responsibilities are so close that it's still sometimes hard to let loose. You know what I mean? And so being away, sleeping for a full night, connecting without disruption or distraction or whatever is just, it's so important. Yeah. It's true. It's good. So, I don't know. You might listen to this and be like, yeah, you guys are dumb. I, I disagree. That's fine. <laughs> or you might be someone who's like, wow, this, this really gives me something to think about in terms of not idolizing margin. Um, you, you might be someone who's like, we have no chance of doing that. And to that, I would say, like, you know what? Give God control of your finances. Mm-hmm. Um, because you never know. You could be the person who's like, Oh, okay, I don't know what it means to give God the control of my finances, but okay, I will. And then you find out like, God pushes you in another direction to be able to take skills, learn skills, make more money, and create more margin for your family. Mm-hmm. Um, or you might find that God puts you in a place where you have less margin financially, but you're so much more fulfilled because it's the right it's the right hours for your family, it's the right job, it's, it's the one and the place that he has you in. Um, but overall, like for us to just be like, ooh, uh, we're anxious about what could happen. Like I'd go on this trip, but what if the AC goes out and that costs me five grand? Trust me, if, if our AC went out and it cost us $5,000 before this trip, that would have really sucked. We would have sold these tickets. No, we probably don't need the AC right now. Maybe the heat. 
the heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like we would have gone. We would have waited. That was the case. Like, yeah, absolutely. Duh. We're not going to be like, oh, that's okay. Like, we'll still go on the trip. No, that's right. dumb. Again, you still have to be responsible. That's super stupid. Yeah, that's super dumb. Right. Um, if something drastic would have happened that would have cost us tons of money, and I said, I said, ooh, we need that money for that, then we'd have, we'd have sold these tickets. You know what I mean? But turns out we bought them. We're like, oh, let's do this. You know, and. We made the trip and we did it. And, and thankfully they okay. won because that good. makes this conversation so much more fun. So much better. We're in such better spirits. So much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, and look, we're we're probably not the couple that's going to... Let, let's say the Bengals go to the Super Bowl and they're $4,000 tickets. We're not that couple. We're not that couple. Not only because that's financially not where we are, but I think also just because some things we feel like there's a balance... Like me and Donna, it doesn't matter how much money we make. We've already talked about it. Like we're 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 not the couple to go and buy the nicest of this and nicest of that. Gaudy um, jewelry. Yeah, like. we're just we're just not because we personally feel a conviction. Like wow, what else could we do with that money that would be kingdom minded? Um, that like really really could make a difference in people's lives or something like that. Now. If you're that person, that's fine. Well, I think we everybody's threshold is at a different, like, yeah. money, yeah, you different. know, the money we spend on the tickets for this game might be to somebody like, oh, yeah, what else could I do with that money? Yeah. But, you know, somebody buying Super Bowl tickets who has much more money than us might be, you know what I mean? Like, right. everybody, you got to, it's open hand stuff. It's something that you got to work out with your spouse and with yeah. uh, God if you're a believer. So, but, yeah, I can never see us dropping, like... <laughs> Eight grand on going to a football game. No way. Unless it was with our whole family for like a week experience right, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Oh, that's true. We were talking last night about when our kids are older and we can experience stuff like this together, like taking them to a game. And then Chris, of course, was like, yeah, you know how much freaking money that would be? Oh, it'd be we spent $30 on splitting chicken fingers, me and him. So like imagine taking our five kids as teenagers and like two growing boys. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, just the additional expenses with hotel and travel and food. Yeah, we couldn't have stayed in the, the room we stayed in. An extra two tickets probably. You oh, absolutely. I mean? So it's just... Yeah, but whatever. We did it. We're happy. Hopefully you can take something from this message and be like, you know what? All right. I I see an area in my life where I probably need to be a little more balanced. Yeah. One way or the other. And maybe you're a Bengals fan now. You know, whatever maybe you took from this, we, we are happy. Who day? Who day, baby. Let's go beat Kansas City. We got to launch this before the Kansas City game, by the way. Otherwise, well, it's going to be all the wrong We better time. launch it tonight, huh? All right, we'll figure it out. You got anything else? I think that's it. All right. Thanks so much for listening to the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. All I've got to say this episode is who day.